The Rise of Ego Sickness Because you're worth it, L'Oreal. The power to be your best, Apple Computing. Be the best, the British Army. I often tell the story of the 1970s Chinese TV family. The joke is that an American kid comes to stay. The joke plays out thus. A big bowl of apples on the table, one huge shiny apple on the top. The American kid grabs the biggest apple off the top. The Chinese family fall about in hysterics. A Chinese child would never take the biggest, best apple off the top first. Ha ha ha! Can you imagine? I suspect the gag probably doesn't play out so well these days, as communist capitalism is taking over China and everybody wants a Western lifestyle. Another clue comes in the postal system. If I write to you in the West, I start with your name, John Smith, George Street, Edinburgh, Scotland. In China, I would start China, Hubei Province, number 10, Lee Street, Mr. Wang. In the West, we're brought up to think about ourselves first and others later. In China, for one to survive, the whole group has to survive. In an interesting interaction with my, one of my clients recently, we discussed boarding school. And the standard idea, we were sent off to boarding school because our parents didn't love us. <laughs> Certainly it holds true for some people. If you were raised in the British system where big boys don't cry and keep a stiff upper lip, uh, then it's entirely possible that your Victorian grandparents showed little love to your parents, who then passed this attitude on to you. Children who went to boarding school are usually from parents and grandparents who have been through the same system. Doesn't everybody deserve to be loved equally? the abundance or surfeit thereof colouring our lives going forward. But is it really important? It was interesting to have it pointed out to me that I was probably much more resilient from having had the experience. One does, hopefully, become more socialised more early on in life by being forced to deal with other people from outside your family in a very immediate way, be it with your fists or with your diplomatic skills. It's a very hot-housed environment living 24-7 with people who might decide they want to kill you or, as a bare minimum, beat you every day. Is this life better or worse than any other path? Through this system, most of the children emerge with a sense of entitlement. In the UK, everybody can easily be brought up with some sort of sense of entitlement, be it tiny or exceptionally grandiose. Our system, our social system, gives us pretty much everything we need. No job will give you a weekly subsistence wage. No job will give you a house to stay in. No job will give you access to a first-class hospital system. No job will give you access to an education. No job will try to give you access to training or a new job. The system is shaky and often totally flawed. 
but it is your entitlement to be given this help. If you get churned out of the public school, private school system, you are led to believe that you're entitled to a good job in business or industry and that you're also entitled to all of the above and much more. Consumerism. Consumerism hasn't helped us much either. In a parody of the American dream, Western capitalism has sold us a dream that for many is unobtainable. Every advert, every magazine describes a lifestyle that you could have, but in reality few of us ever achieve it. It doesn't really matter what level of society you are cast into or move into. The dreams are still the same. The reality is just as far-fetched. It's based on the idea that things will make you happy. Historically, when we had fewer possessions, the smallest things would bring us joy. Almost anything had a chance of making a beneficial change. Think of a chair brought into a house with no chairs. What a luxury, what an upgrade in comfort. These days, consumerism has deeply devalued the benefit of most of our purchases. I think back across the myriad of lifetime purchases I've made over the years. Don't get me wrong, I'm neither rich nor profligate. But of the many things I've bought, what really stands out? A good pair of walking boots, my e-bike, the tablet upon which I'm writing now. That's about it, folks. Religion. Well, religion was a great idea, pre-internet, pre-education, pre-writing. Our biggest fear in life is death. If somebody turns up and says, follow me, and all the fear will disappear by joining my exclusive club, most people would jump at the chance. Insurance works exactly the same way. Pay now and be covered for later. The more educated we've become, the more we learn about the workings of the institutions who purvey religion, the more we're able to poke holes in their offerings. Generally, people have seen it for the sham it is. As the Bible says, it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to join the Loch Lomond Golf Club. Uh, at least it's something along those lines. We've been promised something that these institutions can never deliver and that we have no proof that they ever have. Sold a lie? The issue is that in order to keep the wheel of industry moving, the bosses require workers. Just like a factory uses up electricity, businesses use up people. If we all believe in profit, then we are required to expend energy to produce it. This energy comes in many forms, but the purest of them is our own personal chi or energy. Money is a token that you receive in exchange for your life force, or other people's life force. In Switzerland, you might expect to get $85,000 a year. In New Zealand, $45,000 a year. 
in China $10,000 and in the Congo or Afghanistan $500 per year. It then becomes a simple equation. Did you sell yourself better or worse than this figure? Were you born into a rich nation, a poor one? Is that it? Like 17th century slaves, lives bought and sold. We've been sold a terrible lie. The lie's there in place to feed the system. It would be terrible for the people who are addicted to these capitalist ways for the structure to be challenged. Ah, the rise of communism. What a glorious idea that we might all have the same things and no longer want for anything more. Just don't look over the wall at what the other people are doing with their lives. I recently spoke to a lady who'd been brought up in the Iron Curtain and have met many Chinese people who still live to some extent under a similar regime. They were or are ostensibly happy people. From time to time things went wrong, but don't they in everybody's life? For the bulk of the time, whilst all they knew was the system, they were basically happy. Doctors mixed with street sweepers, everybody was in the same boat. Every yin has its matching yang. It feels like yang is starting to recede and that yin is rising. Put frankly, the American empire is falling and the Chinese empire is rising. Will the Chinese empire bring about stability? Well, the simple answer is yes and always no too. Whilst we use our brains to think our way out of trouble, see the theory science will fix all our climate problems and how well that's currently doing, we'll never fix the imbalances. We're working from the wrong perspective and we always have. About that lie. So what's the effect for you? You were given an education. You followed a path. After a while, it started to feel hollow. UK became disillusioned by chasing partners, money, the next dream. You became depressed or sick. You self-medicate your way out of daily life with alcohol, drugs or other addictions such as shopping or sex. What's to be done? The world's in a mess. Your life's in a mess. Maybe it's just time to pack it all in. What we missed. Our education systems are built on training us to be functional components of the machine. Our religious systems are built on making us as functional members of society. Even our family systems often use love as a currency of control, although this is clearly not what its love is for. Do you need to be loved? Do you need to be rich? Who said you needed to be treated fairly? We all have such high expectations garnered from films and books. We all know what we want in life. Our egos are consistently being stroked and stoked by modern life. 
The ego is the basic holder for our personality. I say, I like cheese. You say, oh, I think cheese is disgusting. My ego goes searching for an appropriate response. What does my mum think of cheese as a subject? What did I learn about cheese at school? Does God approve of cheese? What did my wife tell me about cheese recently? And then, what do I think about you? Do I want to fit in with you? Do I like you? At some stage, the computational process blurts out a response, be it, you're stupid, or I agree with you totally. The ego likes to protect us. It's at once our pit bull guard dog and our, our librarian or archivist of our lives. Depending on your society, your ego can become bigger and bigger. Well done, good boy. Here's more love, money, certificates. <laughs> Until you become so utterly attached to your ego that if anybody challenges you, they might have to face your titanic wrath as you fiercely defend your love of cheese. Life. When at last your ego becomes so big, it's now not possible to balance it with reality anymore. Then you become ill. This is a sickness of the ego. Life is unfair. Why me? What a cruel world, relationship, event, person, etc. But never me. I'm never the source of these problems. It's always my bad luck, my genetic makeup, my bad timing, wrong time, wrong place. But never my actual fault. Where did we miss the step? Every action has an opposite, an equal reaction. Be careful what you wish for. You might just get it. If you behave badly, then bad things happen to you? Is there such a thing as karma? Maybe bad things from another life? If you swim up the river, you'd better expect there to be large logs flowing down in the opposite direction. Our education has never cautioned us to be balanced. In the West, we're encouraged to be excessive. In the East, they're encouraged to be introverted. Neither state is correct. The middle way is correct. Sorry, Buddhism, you might have claimed the ideal of the middle way, but you too have missed the point. Sitting on a mountaintop, dressed in finery with a huge drum, really? So, where are we left? So much of our illness currently arises from stress. Stress is not being in alignment with our true nature. Our tiring egos make us ill, as life doesn't deliver on its fake promises. Time to wake up. Time to ask who you really are. 
Are you this stalking master of the universe? Are you this wounded child? Or are you actually something way beyond all of these things that got a little lost on its journey? The real truth lies deep inside you, not outside. I can point you in the right direction, but only you can find the real truth of why you are here and who you really are. I'll give you one clue to get you started. You are pure awareness. You are God. Now off you trot and come back to me when you're finished.